What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 43 of Buckets of Duckets. This is your host, Chase Myers in Seattle, Washington. Down there in Louisiana is my co-host, the one, Josh Watts. This is episode 43. That is 22 more than 21, which means if you were old enough to drink in episode numbers, you could also bring another person and still have one over. 43 is also the number of presidents, the president number that Bill Clinton was. And if that doesn't tell you what this episode is going to be about, then I don't know what else to tell you, buddy. Illuminati, open that third eye up. 43? <laughs> was he the 43rd president? Don't. I was hoping nobody was going to fact check that, bro. Come on. <laughs> oh, dude, people, people would no, pay no. attention hey, to the math. Don't you make they me look like attention. an asshole in front of so these shitheads. Hold on. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. We all owe this shit. That's nothing. He was the fucking 43rd president. I dare you to fucking say otherwise. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you're watching on YouTube. Uh, Watch out, shitheads. This is episode 43. <laughs> and that's it. Take that. That's all. You're welcome. <laughs> My bad, bro. I fucking stepped over your uh, YouTube people, what's up? You see how pretty we are. Uh, Josh is wearing a beanie. That's new. You like that? Uh, you like yeah, that? I do like it. I do like it a lot. Uh, make sure you just you subscribe, like, comment, all the things. Tell a bunch of friends, podcast listeners, how you doing? How do we What's sound? Up? I know we, we sound, sound good. fucking I know good. We sound good. Y'all's dicks and pussies good. are getting hard right now. Hard. As we speak, tons Dude, of hard pussies. What, <laughs> it's a lot of responsibility whenever you're talking, and you know these pussies are getting hard out there. Like it really makes me take it to another level Man. just to think about all these wet dicks and hard pussies uh sometimes when i walk sometimes when i walk around the house in a sleeveless shirt michelle my my wife's pussy gets so hard that she can't even walk right it's really funny to watch her try to like tuck her hard pussy it just becomes it just becomes like concrete suddenly she just can't move she tries tries to move it around like hide the hard pussy but you can see you can see a hard the hard pussy straight through jeans even I, I can always notice it i've never missed one every time i see a hard pussy i see i point it out i point with both fingers i point both hands look at, at that right hard puss holy shit look at that uh yeah it's good and that uh, made out of a slab <laughs> so <laughs> i think what we're trying to say here is uh podcast listeners go ahead and hit subscribe <laughs> uh, leave a comment five star review on uh apple podcast uh hey What's up, Josh? Uh, anything happened to you this week? Like your child tried to ruin our show again? Or? Man, uh, yesterday, <laughs> uh, yesterday. By the way, with all due respect, that sounded like I had a fight. Like I got beef now with your kid. I love No, you. man. So no, man. Going. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I, usually I think he's pretty cool. Fuck that kid right now. We beefing hard. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Yesterday he walked outside and uh, I was, the internet just stopped working. And I'm on the phone. I have a friend who is a manager, like up in AT and T. He listens to the show. Hi, Dwayne. Uh, what up, Dwayne? And I called him. It was like, hey, the internet went out again, which would be like the fifth time in two weeks. Yeah. So we've had, I mean, probably longer than that. We've probably had three weeks now yeah. of internet issues on your side. And it was, and it's all, it was always something else. Like I had three texts come out in a week to try to fix my internet, and this time. So I called again. I was like, this fucking shit is out again. Can you believe this? And uh, Dwayne was like, well, did anything happen? Like, did anybody pull anything? I was like, no, it just went out. And when I walked around the side (laughs) of the house, uh, apparently my son, uh, like the cable is stapled along the side of the house. And then it goes into the bedroom where it becomes, you know, the internet. That's how it works. It goes through the wall and then it's the internet. Uh, yeah, I, I had I had a science <laughs> class. I remember. <laughs> I remember how Apparently, I attached the potato to the. I know, I know. Yeah, to, to Google and right. Uh, yeah, but apparently, my son saw this <laughs> loop of cable that was pulled into the house and was like, "Nah," <laughs> and he just grabbed it and he fucking yanked it. He pulled the whole fiber optic cable out of my house and just left it dangling on the side of the house like some fucking asshole. He's like, not today, FBI. You know the worst part about it? You're is not though? tapping miles. Guess who was the biggest whiny ass bitch about not having the internet and YouTube kids to watch? Guess who was whining about it? Was it me? Nah, it was a little asshole who pulled the fucking cable out of the house. Maybe next time, if you're gonna do it, don't uh, don't be a baby about it, huh? High consequences. <laughs> nice to nice to see you. Why? What are you here for? Oh, Don't because you I did something. 
<laughs> Why don't you nut up? You're almost three years old, all right? Nut up, put some hair on your balls, and stop pulling on the internet cable. And if you do, wow. fucking deal with it. Go read a book. Find a kid. Rob a bank. Something. Right? Dude, by the time I was three years old, I was stealing my na- my neighbor's cable, okay? All right? I, I I just, I don't know what you're doing over there, but it's not I've right. been to jail twice by the time I was four. I had served two sentences. Life. <laughs> life. I served two life sentences before kindergarten. That's right. Hey, bro, you want me to tell you what I did earlier today? Tell me. Let me hear it. <clears throat> I took a cookie. That is made with edible marijuana, right? Okay. Oh, shit. You can right. eat it? Yeah. But then I took, you know how I have this chocolate that's got mushroom in it? Oh, I'm very aware of that. Yeah. I melted that chocolate and I rolled that cookie around in it and then I put it in the freezer and then I ate it. And I still haven't come back. <laughs> I, hey, uh, oh, it's fucking great. <laughs> That's the most genius thing I've ever heard. Uh, that's yeah. that's what I love about weed is whenever you think that you found all the ways to consume it, there's always something new. You could fucking oh, dude, you could I sprinkle like mushrooms on top of it. <laughs> I looked like one of those. You could do a for... mushroom drizzle <laughs> on your like marijuana those... <laughs> cupcake. <laughs> I looked like one of those pamphlets they give out in high school career day where I'm like holding up a beaker and looking at it with a light. Like, Why well, I fucking had a lab coat on, I figured that shit out. And, uh, man, it's just been a beautiful, everything's been beautiful today. It's just been beautiful. I can imagine, dude. Uh, everything's been great. I had to take my kid to the doctor (laughs) and then we took pictures with the Easter bunny, a huge, terrifying, frightening looking Easter bunny suit. Man, is that time Um, already? What's up with Easter bunny costume technology? Why is it still terrifying? Why? Why haven't we found, (laughs) I've I've seen terrifying pictures of the Easter bunny for since photography has been around. Like, how is that possible? They want you to be terrified of the Easter bunny because you know who runs Easter? Big Christmas. That's why. They try and they want you to hate the Easter bunny so that you love Santa even more. So Santa's a big fat jolly dude. Santa shit. This bunny got cross-eyed and it's six colors and it's wobbling at your children like this. Uh, and it's not the it's not the edible with the with the shroom chocolate you ate, that's for sure. Uh, never no. has been. That's that never been the problem. That is definitely changing colors in front of your face. And yeah, he probably is going to eat your kids. And you are not unreasonable for yelling that out loud. <laughs> You're just being a father. That's what I hear. That's what well, I so hear there. I had to take Zoe to the doctor. And, uh, if, and she's... Five now, so they're weighing her and doing her height and all that. And dude, she's in the ninety eighth percentile for height. She's three eleven. Okay. Uh, yeah, dude, she is fucking tall. Put a basketball in her hand. I'm, dude, I'm already on. You think I'm joking? I've put the Fisher Price basketball goal up in the backyard to see if she was into it before I start buying training camp. Oh, I remember. I've seen that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> before she has a bunch of showcases. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, yeah. today, and yeah, then tell her to dribble with her left. That's the most important part. <laughs> when she <laughs> got on to that weekend, all she was worried about was if she had to get a shot. So she just kept every person in the doctor's office. Every person, do I have to get a shot? And Lay's like, I don't know. I'm just checking you in. And then she's like, Okay, but I'm five. So do I have to get a shot? And you can tell the lady's like, I, don't, I hope not. <laughs> she's <laughs> at everybody. And then whenever, look, uh, whenever that she finally found out. She asked every every nurse, every person, other kids that were getting weighed by doctors, she asked them. The second she found out she wasn't getting a shot, she asked me to, to take a picture to show her mom. Yeah. Yeah, I can see it. It was a great picture. She has her thumb up and her hand on her hip. She was so excited. So for like 20 minutes going into the doctor, all she talked about was if she has to get a shot. And then the last 20 minutes were how she doesn't have to get a shot. <laughs> And I miss, like, I miss the enthusiasm for life that she has. She walked in the back of that doctor's office, and there was just people back there, and she goes, Hey, I was four and a half the last time I was here, but this time I'm five, and I'm back. And I was like, (laughs) Yeah, that's what you fucking tell them. (laughs) Yeah. You goddamn right. Hey, just so you thought you were still fucking with the same four and a half year old? Nah, dude. Five over here now. (laughs) 
I'm a whole hand in your face. That's what I'm talking about. And then she said, y'all can hate me now. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> Banging on her chest. <laughs> hey, all right, baby. Um. So the doctor wanted to look at, you know, the, the bite she has, the scar on her face that we're healing up. He wanted to see. He hasn't seen her since it happened. From that knife fight she was in? Right. From her knife fight in Taiwan. So she's looking. Hey, look, don't try. She's don't, lived a life. Okay. Don't try to don't try to traffic a child who's fluent with a switchblade. That's all I'm going to tell you. You get what you get. <laughs> you get what you get. Um, <laughs> so uh, the doctor like looked at, he pulled her mask down to see her scar. And he told her, you really, you're a beautiful girl. And she goes, I know. And then he kind of stopped. <laughs> and she goes, people tell me that all the time. <laughs> and I was like, I, I do. I tell her that like every day of her life, I guess. <laughs> but it was so funny to hear <laughs> I know, motherfucker. People tell me all the time. <laughs> Do I got to get a shot or not? Huh? How about that? That's what I'm here to find then, out. Then we went to the mall out here, the mall of Louisiana, to take a picture of the Easter Bunny. And I haven't been the to the new mall, mall in a while. You uh, ain't been yeah, to the new mall in a the while? The new mall. Yeah, the new <laughs> mall. Uh, everything, is, it's, bruh, it's sad, sad, sad. <laughs> Is the everything like closed court. down in there? Or? Yeah, uh, it's, it's getting that like the food court. Like maybe half of the stuff is still there. Like it's Izzo's is gone. Like uh, it's sad, man. It's starting to. I'm from the '80s. Like I'm an '80s kid, so malls were a big deal to me as a teenager. And like it's sad to see them go. And then, like you have them. Every town has like their mall, and then the new one comes, and that mall slowly becomes just like jewelry shops, and then a pawn shop, and then like you can get your license. <laughs> in that mall all of a sudden yeah they start being like just any business do you have a yeah. business get in here you need to buy a walker come on down to the store right next to dillard's no we're not gamestop anymore we sell walkers and toilet plungers <laughs> and calendars of cats but it was it was kind of sad but they're opening an aquarium in that mm. mall well i like that like they've uh, like where Hollister and a couple of other bullshit ass stores used to be, they've they've blown I've out. I've never all been that more shit. intimidated by a store than Hollister. Hollister Man. is terrifying to me. It's dark. They're playing loud music. Everybody's yep. sexy. I don't like it. Don't I've like never it. felt more uncool than when I wanted to buy Hollister clothes and had to go. In. I like I would stand outside and pay somebody like, hey, come here. I give you twenty bucks. You go into Hollister and buy me an eighty dollar beanie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have Doc Martens on. They won't accept me. Uh, so and we were, but we we're going to take pictures with the Easter Bunny, and uh, like I said, I ate an edible with shroom chocolate on it earlier. Mm-hmm. And this is probably me the whole time they were taking the. I was just standing in the back, and she's like, "You want to go set the kids up with a bunny?" And I was like, "Nah, just why not? <laughs> nah, nah, I'm really I'm at cool. peace." Right where I'm at, you know what I'm saying? I just don't want to throw off my vibes. It's just so I have, I have a good time here. <laughs> I have prescription sunglasses that are the same frames as my eyeglasses. Uh, because, you know, I, I like to see when the sun is out also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that makes sense to me. But I also forget sometimes, so I just walk around in places with sunglasses on like an asshole. Because I forget. you Because they're prescription, yeah. so I can see. So I just forget. And uh, <laughs> I was standing there. And, oh, man. And I finally just pulled my glasses down on my face. And, like, all right, we're cool. Everything's cool. Yep. And then we got over. I set everybody up. And, like, I'm just happy. I'm at peace. And I looked at that goddamn terrifying Easter Bunny suit. Nah, dude. Uh, My reaction to it was the same as as Henry's. Oh, man. Henry didn't like him? You would have thought I was I was like pushing him into a gas chamber. He was fighting <laughs> for his life. He saw the Easter Bunny and then looked at me and was like, "There's no fucking way." Nope. No. <laughs> and he says, you me- "He does this with his finger, like he shakes one finger." Uh uh-uh. uh. He matumbos. He matumbos his finger. Uh uh-uh. uh 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 uh. And I'm like, "Nah, dude, you have to." And then it, it started becoming more like ah. <laughs> And then finally, like, we get that picture where Zoe's happy and smiling, and he looks like he's about to be eaten. And he's just purple in his face, screaming and reaching out for us, and we're laughing behind the camera. It's with him, at him with strangers. It's probably traumatizing for him. I don't care. 
but I, I can hey, imagine. Well, at least y'all documented the trauma forever. I'm sure you're going to hang it up. for it to be documented. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny that, like, uh, you know, no child likes those fucking animals and stuff like that. And yet parents uh, just every year just line Michelle, up and wait it, to terrify their, their kids. It was a big deal to Michelle that we get one with Santa when they were little of them crying real hard because that's, like, a funny thing to traumatize your child. Yeah. Yeah, your wife. And when it was Zoe, <laughs> when it was with Zoe, the first one, I was like, "No, we can't know what's wrong with you." And then when it was Henry, I was like, "Nah, let's let's make him think we left. <laughs> Put him in, throw him at Santa, and we'll run out of the door and see what happens." I remember uh, that, like, whenever I stopped believing in Santa, had a lot to do with like taking those pictures. Was because like one time I remember. Uh, it was just like the first time you started asking logical questions. Like that was the dude. Like that was him. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, so the like the North Pole guy, that's him. Yeah. And you're like, okay. Well, I noticed he was wearing like a suit that kind of was like the dude that I remember, he was wearing a suit that was like not the actual suit. It was like uh it was like a rubber kind of like went over like his clothes <laughs> that he normally had on like I don't know if I'm describing that right, but like it yeah, and it like I could see that I was like, Well, he's not even like it's not even the real suit. Like this is not even the thing. What? And uh, I just wanted to believe so bad that I just stopped asking questions. I was like, nope, I just, because <laughs> <laughs> at that age, at that age, you think like, well, if I stop believing, they're going to stop giving me gifts. Yep, and I, I did that. Stuff. I did that math. I was like, nah, I'll believe till I'm 37. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Do you remember? Uh, all right. I'll tell you. Uh, last year or this past Christmas, we went and took a picture out here at the, at the hotel out here on the North shore with Santa Claus. And, um, Santa and Mrs. Claus took a picture. We left the mask on our kids. You didn't have to, but we did. And he asked Zoe what she wanted for Christmas. And she leaned in and whispered in his ear. And then when they took the picture, he had a face like this. Mm -hmm. And I made, it was like, uh, I made a post about it on social media about how, like what it, it zoomed in on it. Ha ha. Look at what he said to her or whatever. That Santa fucking died like a month ago. <laughs> How do you know that? It was in the paper. It was in the paper. Like Santa's uh, dead? <laughs> yeah, it was a big headline. Tell your children Santa's dead. <laughs> Not enough of you believed in him, so tell them it's their fault that Santa's dead. <laughs> if they would have just listened, he'd still be alive to give them presents. <laughs> But it was like a really funny because uh, they asked us, they're like, are you sure you don't want to, you want to leave the mask on? And I'm paranoid. So I was like, yeah, leave the mask on. And uh, he was like, we've been taking tons of pictures without, we've taken a lot of pictures without mask and now he's dead. So. Yeah. Uh, also, that is a horrible argument. Uh, yeah, no, you, should, you should take your mask off because people have been walking up to me without their mask yeah. all day. <laughs> I know. It, 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 I think he was of that mindset where they're like, oh, children can't get this, so don't worry yeah. about it. Like, I think that was the, but where'd that get him? Right? Well, shit. <laughs> Let's dance on this man's grave some more. No, look, uh, I'm just saying <laughs> that some of you fucks still don't want to wear masks in, in grocery stores. And coronavirus has taken goddamn Chris fucking Kringle from us. And now y'all still think this ain't real? Santa's dead, bitches! Wear a mask! What you did. <laughs> mask tits up and wear your mask, you fucks! God damn it, Santa! <laughs> and it's like they don't even care, bro. It's like they don't even care. I'm all tears. Just so up, we're clear, me. I mean like the actual human being, not <laughs> like a real human person died. <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I, I was clear on that. <laughs> I, I know. Uh, was, it I from was, was it from COVID no, that he died? Or no, how know. did he die? Uh, gunshot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Elf shot him. <laughs> <laughs> it was a heroin overdose. Yeah. That heroin. Um. That's that shit, man. It'll get you. Even I was gonna it. do a bit when I was like, "That's a real human that died," but it kept making me laugh to myself so much that I forgot what the bit that I wanted to say was. So then I just kept saying it's a real human that died, and then laughed really hard about it. <laughs> well, guys, 
Don't die on my watch. <laughs> don't die on my watch. I won't laugh at you. I'm going to tell you. Yeah, look, we all respect the dead here, okay? <laughs> One bit. What's it? It's going to hurt his feelings? Y'all going to tell him? you you going to huh. dig sand up and tell him I'm laughing about him being dead on a podcast? He ain't going to like that. Nah, First of all, I think that's voodoo. I'm pretty sure. Every time I've heard oh, about anybody digging sure. up a body, it's voodoo. Don't just that's tell me that's because I'm from New Orleans either, bro. It ain't that. <laughs> It ain't that, that. ain't it. That ain't it. It's because it's goddamn <laughs> nah, voodoo, y'all. Like, I don't nah, know they voodoo, got voodoo up voodoo. here, too. Okay? Nah, I, I be pointing out voodoo to all these Seattle folks. You think I don't and... know voodoo? I got a Papa yeah. Shango action figure right there. Tell me I don't know voodoo when I see oh, it. Shit. He made what? oil ooze out the under, Ultimate Warrior's head, bro. Come on. Bro. I was just about to say, what if I just started bleeding green right now? <laughs> when you look at that now, that's so dumb. But as a kid, I was like, oh, my God! <laughs> Ultimate Warrior's brain is melting! I was very upset and concerned. Yeah. Turns out, he was just a bigot. (laughs) (laughs) Just a regular old bigot. Just a huge, muscly bigot. Just such, so strong that you wouldn't even say that he's a bigot to his face. That's how big and strong he was. He's so big and strong, you just let him be a bigot. You're just like, I guess, look, you can't win them all over. And I guess, you know, he's just, (laughs) I have a feeling that uh, he's not going to listen to my words. (laughs) So who shit their pants this week in your life? Oh, dude. So, yeah, I I work with this guy. No, I'm just playing. (laughs) <laughs> I got really excited there for a second. Like, wait, what? Well, I said, what? Oh, oh, dude, yeah. I no, I've been. It was such a hit last week that I've just been searching through all just uh, all my memories of all right, who shit they pants, who shit they pants. That I've I been talk putting visine in people's drinks around me just so they will shit the pants so I can talk about it on the podcast. So good, it's so I killed good. three it's people. Such, it's such good. <laughs> what was that? Huh? Three people oh. visine poison, <laughs> and I was like, oh man. Y'all were supposed to but, shit yourself. But when they die, guess what happens? <laughs> but guess what? I got a podcast, bro. I got to get They them shit places. themselves when they die. That's what happens, Josh. So it worked out. <laughs> so I was killing these three strangers, bro, that's right? That's the circle of life. That's the circle of I did this in case y'all didn't know what the circle is. That's the circle of life. It helped me. It helped me for sure. Um, I did do a show. So I, did, uh, I did an open mic uh, two nights two nights ago. Um, I uh, So I did this it your, Now, this is your first open mic in a while, right? Yeah, I've been doing, uh, I've been getting paid uh, yeah. for my performances. I've been getting them ducats. Uh, but, you know, my bucket runneth over right now. So I decided to give a free night and uh, and, and go. It's gracious and just, uh, of you. Make sure. I, I thought it was. I thought just it was donate your shit. talents for free. I donated eight minutes of my life. I just donated it just for they free. They gave you eight they minutes at nobody. open mic that they have 75 people signing up for? I closed it, bro. Bro, I'm going to uh, tell you right now, hey, if you're listening to this podcast or you're watching this YouTube and you don't know how to tell if somebody has a huge swinging comedy dick, that's how they do it right there. <laughs> There's 75 people in an open mic doing half a minute apiece, and he goes up and does eight minutes and closes it while while the owner of the bar was licking on his nuts. That's what happens, bro. That's how you that's know. What ha- I, I, I didn't really. I just pointed gonna- a frozen comb like I'm being intimidating. The motherfucker, that's what happens, bro. Olaf, don't fuck around. <laughs> eight minutes bro yeah uh so here that's funny you actually mentioned so uh so the way that open mic yeah, works funny. is for, that's why i mentioned is you uh yeah look i just i just want to give you your roses that's all just it was funny uh and so <laughs> it's an open mic at the at tacoma comedy club you got to send in your avails a fucking month before uh that Not you're available Chase. And uh, no, I still did. I still, I still play the game. I, uh, I, I can show up, but I, I like to play humble. You know, um, it, it makes me, you know, it makes the people think that they can be like me. I like that you mentioned. And, uh, I could just show up, but you know, I like to. <laughs> I like to play by the rules. I don't like to. I don't I like, like to, to show my like you normals. I don't like to just show my comedy dick all the time. It, you know, it's just I pull out enough to win. You know what I'm saying? And That's so. <laughs> I, I I got the I got the they do pick a closer every time everybody does four minutes there's a closer does eight minutes right and so uh I go up uh close it out and I was like all right in my head I didn't really have anything new I had like some new we were talking last week about the uh cancel culture stuff and how Pepe Le Pew uh should be allowed to rape any cartoon character that he feels I remember like, you saying that uh, specifically yeah, well, that's what everybody else is saying. I was just reporting. I'm just reporting that that's that that it's ridiculous that 
that they canceled that character. That is an uh, important character in all of our lives. Uh, who I mean, I go every year take a picture with Rapey the Skunk. And some of my favorite memories is going every May. Every May, Rapey the Skunk. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah. It's uh, and uh, so I was thinking about I don't know talking about that because I do have this whole thought lately of like I don't understand. Rapey the skunk. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm texting my wife right now in the middle of recording because I don't want to forget that. Chase is called Pepe Le Pew Rapey the Skunk. Bro, that's really good. So I wanted to go up on stage and say that, right? I was going to make this whole point about how we've always uh, wanted to, uh, like, we're acting like cancel culture is new. It's kind of the thought that I've had in my mind where, I, and I was trying to think of like other times that we've got upset over things. And I was like, I, you know, and so that was like kind of playing around in my head and I went up on stage and I was like, well, I'm gonna do one thing to get me over and get a laugh. And, uh, and <laughs> I've lost my host. I'm too funny for my co-host right now. My co-host is completely checked out. Bro, Ray the skunk. My eyes are watering. That's so fucking funny to me. <laughs> Oh man, that hit that hit so right. My oh goddamn! <laughs> what a child, a child you are. Oh, fuck. God damn it, that's so funny. Oh, I'm almost embarrassed. Like my eyes are watering, my stomach hurts. I'm trying to hold in laughter at that so hard. I wasn't expecting it, and it just came out of nowhere, and it was beautiful. Rapey the skunk. God damn it. All right. Yeah. Sorry, carry yeah. on your story. I didn't mean to. Look, I man, didn't look. You're too good. You're too good I, sometimes. One breath. I, 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 look, to, to quote Zoe, I know. People tell me all the time, okay? People tell me every day. Uh, <laughs> so I decide I don't want, I was like, I want to start with something I know will work. Because it's dangerous just to go up there and be like, it's just be like, you fucking pussies are upset over Rapey the Skunk. Like, I just wasn't, like, you yeah. know, I, I was like, let's It makes let's, it so much funnier into- to picture you saying it to all the, uh, like, the super liberal base of Seattle yeah. to see. The qu- oh, <laughs> god damn. Yeah. I mean, I am on their side. I am on super liberal No, Seattle dude, I side, love rape, but, I- but so do you. Don't back down I just, you know, I like to present every side, and that's what makes shit funny. Chris Rock said a good comedian should be able to argue Big fan both of sides. <laughs> get off of this, Josh. You're gonna get us in trouble. You gotta, you gotta keep it moving. This line of jokes is it cancel culture, bro. It's gonna get us. Uh, it's so- uh, just to be clear. I very much, I very much don't like rape. I don't like it. At yeah, all. yeah, we're we're not we're not fans <laughs> over here. I hate. I it. just went for I went for the joke. I went for the joke. Uh, don't cancel our podcast uh, unless you, just don't. <laughs> just don't do it. Just, just don't don't. Do uh, it. You fucking guys. pussies! <laughs> you beta <laughs> cut pussies! <laughs> I'm sorry, man. All right. Rapey La Skunk really fucked my head up. Right, I'm back in the game. I'm back now. Alright. So I want to start my set with something I know will work. Uh-huh. And so I I, I got this opening line to this thing where I'm like, the people ask me why I moved from Wash from Louisiana to Washington State. Pause for a long time. What wait for them to beg for it. You know what I'm saying? And then I go, uh <laughs> and then I go, I'm not gonna lie. Legal marijuana had a lot to do with that move, right? And it just eruption. People ah, just people uh, sucking dick and throwing. There's <laughs> not a pussy that's not hard. There's not a dick that's not wet. It's just it's pandemonium whenever I do this, right? And so I know because uh, this joke has a thousand percent hit rate. It's never every not time. hit. And so I go up and sure shit, it fucking destroys the room. Has to settle. And uh, and whenever I say Louisiana. A uh, huge, like half the fucking room lights up, and I was like, "God damn, what happened?" So then I stop, I do a little crowd work, you know, get amongst yeah. people. Uh, what you do for hey, a living? What you do over there? Tight shirt. What you got going on? This tight ass shirt. And, <laughs> Look at uh, that tight ass shirt, boy. And I, and I, you know, I said, "What's up? Wait, wait. So your your tight shirt comes from Louisiana?" And he was like, "Yeah, from Louisiana. I'm from Shreveport." Or no, he was like, "I'm from Alexandria." And so you know, I got to do that perfect thing. I was like. 
man, you ain't from Louisiana. Everybody <laughs> fucking dies laughing, just getting it right. But I have all these Louisiana. I got this drive-through daiquiri thing or whatever, yeah, and I and there's like literally three tables of people that are from Louisiana, and so I go like. Fuck it, and I call it Audible, and then I just do all my Louisiana stuff. It's fucking killing, but it's all it's. This is an open mic, you know what I'm saying? Right. And so um, I'm doing material that I know will work. It fucking kills. I got eight. By the time I get done, it's sometimes seven you, minutes in. Sometimes you just murder an open mic just to remind people. I look. I get. Ain't a, uh, yeah. And so I do the whole thing, and then I uh, I come off stage, and uh, um, I felt you know it was good, but I felt I just felt cheap, and I was telling two of the other guys. And I was like, uh, I was like, yeah, man. I was like, I just, I was like, I didn't mean to like go off on stuff that I knew would work. I was like, I, I kind of, you know, I feel, I feel that's what it says. I felt cheap. I should have done something new. And, uh, and then the, the one dude I was talking to is the guy that actually books it. And he was like, uh, he was like, man, he was like, if you want me to, I'll throw you on some more like four minute spots. So you don't feel the need to like have to kill at the end or whatever. And I was like, yeah, that might actually work. And like a newer a newer comic was like walking by and he like <laughs> he like heard this happen and he stopped and he was like, Oh man, I'm getting too many closing spots. <laughs> I, can't do it. I was like, you're absolutely right. I was like, how ridiculous am I being right now? I was like, no, I close every time I fucking want to come in here. Josh. That's the way, yeah, that's the way this works. And, uh, yeah, but I, I really did have like a moment like, uh, where I was like, Oh man, I was like, I, I, I think I would rather just do four minutes in the middle and blend into the crowd. But, I can't do that. That ain't Nah, bro. You let your beautiful wings out and you fucking soar with the angels where you belong. You hear me? You don't grovel down here with the mongrels. You stay up there and you fucking soar. You soar, you beautiful bird. Thanks, man. I really needed to hear that. Yeah, that you're is... welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny because I do feel like I've been very blessed with uh, comedy coming back that I've like, Dude, by the so I've worked four club weekends in two months. You know what I'm saying? The comedy just came back. I got booked to feature and all these things. And those were like my getting back into it shows. We're doing 30 minute sets, a clip. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, but I don't feel comfortable yet on stage. I don't, right. you know, it's gonna, it's gonna take a little, like I'm, I'm, I'm doing fine. You know what I'm saying? Like I, it's, it's there, but it's just, I know how tuned I have been. Right. And, and, and so, but it feels weird because when I start saying that, I'm like, I've convinced myself somehow that getting to feature at clubs is like a bad thing. Like, I don't like comics are never fucking happy. It's never nope. happened. I'm like, oh, oh, it's probably not good that I'm like immediately getting booked on everybody's stuff because right, it's probably bad that they're paying me I, for this. Yeah, because I just, you know, I, I, I'm only killing for like 25 of the 30 minutes, not the whole 30 like I'm used to. And so it's just, there's like two minutes where it's kind of like, oh, and I feel like they don't like me. So, like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. maybe i'll it's quit a, <laughs> april april is gonna it's all it'll be almost a year and a half and i was trying to decide should i do an open mic first but nah dude i want to go up fucking dick ass raw and it. just get up there and i'm gonna be like quarantine huh we're, we're huh? Chopping, that, i've been i've been inside <laughs> that, How about y'all? that's been crazy and then i'm gonna talk about what else what else i want to talk about <laughs> What else? These lights are I'm, bright. Man, these lights are bright. I'm going to say that eight times. How long I got? How much time I got? A minute? All right, I think I got one. Hold on. Hold on. What else I want? What else? But I am Anybody nervous. got any questions? Because I was trying to think of my my set and like trying to put it. And I, I need to do it. I can't think it out. Like I need to do it a couple times. Like I can't write a joke out without, I, you know, I need to do yeah, it. Yeah, we, me and you both have that thing where and it's... I, 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 I'm thinking about it and it's, I'm gonna, it's getting in my head. Just give me the microphone and let me, you know, yeah. but I'm so fucking ready, man. I'm dying. And, uh, my how long life. are the sets? How long are the sets on, uh, junk sober high or whatever the fuck they call it? I'm doing 45 minutes. Okay. Uh, the time oh, yeah. I'm allotted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to show them you a headliner. You goddamn right. Yeah. Yeah, the time I might—they might not know by the level of comedy material that I'm bringing that I'm a headliner, but they'll know I'm a headliner by the way I don't leave the stage. I just stay exactly. There. Yeah, <laughs> or you fucking wave them off. I remember. So there's this guy Ty Barnett, and he's uh, yeah, you get the fuck out of here, all right? This guy That's Ty great. Barnett. No, no, no. Ah, I'm still going. Yeah. <laughs> 
completely just wave him off. Get out of here. Ty Barnett, he's a guy. He's uh, he's been on he's done a Tonight Show. He's been on TV stuff like that. He comes out to Seattle a lot to work out material, and uh, and it's always funny because he blows the light so so bad every time. And uh, one time he was at the club that I was at a couple nights ago, Tacoma Comedy Club, and uh, whoever was working the light like just didn't know him. Like it'll be like so at that club it'll be like a dude who's literally his job is the fucking light. Like it's not like and. Uh, <laughs> It's not the host or whatever. It's a and uh, and so, uh, you know, they tell Ty he's got like they give him like six minutes or something like that, and uh, he does. He's nobody cares that he goes over normally, right? No, 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 no. no. It does, but but it is always funny because he'll he'll do like the same like five at the beginning that just fucking crushes like every time I see him. It's the same five to to start, and then he'll start fucking around and go. So he's doing like a version of what I was trying to do, right? uh, But I ended up using all my time. And, uh, so anyway, he's, he starts going into his thing and the light at Tacoma Comedy Club, uh, for the open mic is different than for like book page shows. The light at the open mic is literally, it's bright as fuck. And it says like, it's, it says, I forget what, the, I think it just says the light is what it says. It's as big as <laughs> like, it's like a, a Budweiser sign right. that says That's the awesome. light. And, uh, yeah, so there's no denying it. The whole fucking audience can feel that you got the light, you know what I'm saying? Like, because the room is now a little bit lighter. And, right. uh, and, uh, and he did basically what we were talking about, where he just kept going and the dude kept lighting him because he had never experienced somebody blow the light at the open mic there and he didn't know who Ty was. And so he kept lighting him. And then finally, Ty just stopped and he goes, Hey, man, I see it. Okay. I promise you, I see it. We're good. And then he did like another three minutes. Stage. <laughs> hey, cut that shit out. Ah, hey, yeah, ball. Nah, <coughs> we don't give me the light. <coughs> so I just yeah. Uh... No, I was about to say he's just got it good. He's got the way that I want to be. Uh... I want to be able to uh, just drop in. Tell the light got to fuck off. And tell the light got I'm pretty close, dude. I'm pretty. Give me another year and a half. I'll be telling everybody to eat my asshole. But, uh, you know, right now I'm still sending in my emails with avails. But pretty soon, pretty soon it's going to be I'm telling you, dude, once I'm vaccinated, I'm coming up there and I'm going to ride your coattails. I'm going to tell everybody, you know who my friend is? I try to walk backstage and they stop me and be like, hey, do you know who my best friend is? Chase motherfucking Myers. That's right. Get your fucking hands on. I'll have your job that's by what tomorrow. The, that's what the fuck I thought. <laughs> that's what the fuck I thought. I'm going to do that mm-hmm. a lot. I'm going to do that a lot and see how other people. Flinch at people? <laughs> Dude, you'll terrify people out here, bro. People don't look you in the eye. They're so scared. There's a real thing about moving up here. It's called the Seattle Freeze. Which is means like when you're a new person, everybody in Seattle can tell you're a new person, and they don't talk to you, and it's it's real as fuck. They they it's the complete opposite of where we are. My friend Monica Nevy, you know, she does this joke that I'm so mad at her, but it hurts my feelings. uh, Where she talks about how the uh, the South, the uh, in the Pacific Northwest, they're like cats. Where like who is that? Oh, I don't care. And then just keeps going. <laughs> and then and then uh, the South is like dogs. We're like, hey, what's going on? What are you doing? That's, yeah. And uh Yeah, that's very yeah, true. That's it's, great. It's a Monica. It's a fucking yeah, it's a fucking great joke. I'm so mad at her about it. And don't uh, use that as don't use that as the uh as <laughs> only the YouTube audience episode. saw. Uh, yeah, stop. <laughs> Podcast people, right? It used <laughs> to be the okay sign. It used to be how Johnny Carson told you you had a career, but now all that when you look back is very different. Um, that means you're a dirty cop. I forget why I was telling you that no, thing that about sit. Monica. Let, oh, let, let the uh, uh, the Seattle freeze. That was the whole thing. Was that uh, it's it's a real thing they, that people like. It, I got just a kick out of it whenever I moved up here. Whenever I would take like there's like a light rail and stuff. Whenever I take the light rail into a. Uh, uh, comedy underground i would like i would part, like go out of my way to be like hey what's up just to watch people oh, crumble yeah. like they would just totally Dude, like yes. <laughs> walking down like the sidewalk just making crazy eye contact with them like it's oh, like dude, i don't consider myself like a manly like tough dude i'll beat the shit out of everybody here like they just don't like other than our super fan uh brian dennis that uh works as security he's the only right. dude 
that could yeah he could he could fuck i'm scared of him uh even though i love him but i it's a it's a there's a respect there uh and uh yeah but other than that i'm t- i'm whooping every ass over here like it, it's crazy well, I wanna, like, i'm gonna come up there and i'm gonna slap every man bun and cardigan sweater i see uh i'm <laughs> if you want a unicycle i'm gonna fuck your whole life up bro i'm telling you right now <laughs> let me see one goddamn unicycle up there it's on i'm fighting the whole city it's over <laughs> i'm really excited to, i'm really excited to go up there and i want to talk real loud and i want to say y'all a lot mm-hmm. and uh i want to make people really uncomfortable i want to be i want to be like the stereotype louisiana guy if you're watching an action movie from the 80s like I'm going to put a big wad of, of chewing tobacco in my mouth. It's going to run down my beard. Uh, I'm going to have crawfish in my pocket, in my overall pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be dressed in shrimp nets. <laughs> I'm going to have those white rubber boots on with my overalls tucked into them and no shirt. The pocket's just full of crawfish and moon pies. <laughs> That's what y'all know about that Zulu with a lot. I feel like that's what people expect me to be whenever they like, uh, whenever I get announced sometimes that I'm like, this next guy comes to you all the way from Nolens, Louisiana, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Chase Myers. And I walk up there, I'm just like, hey guys, what's up? Uh, I saw a dude in breakaway pants and I didn't like it. And, uh, yeah, it's, that's why I started to like, the other day on that bayou, I tell you what, now I was running it into that day and jumped over there and bit my dog. Shoot him! <laughs> Shoot him! Stupid fuck. Oh, man. I hated that time period. I hated that time period when all the reality shows about Louisiana was those people, and I just had to explain that we don't all shoot gators and braid our beards. Like, that was, <laughs> that was a tough time. Try being a, try being a dude with a, a, a big beard around that time. Like, it yeah, was, dude. my beard just wasn't as big as it get- was, but... It, yeah, if just constantly called swamp people. Oh, you love you love Duck Dynasty, right? You a swamp guy? You fat swamp fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I know you are, you fat shit. Look at that big old beard and that big old belly. I see it. You fat swamp fuck. <laughs> Goddamn crawdad fell right out your beard. <laughs> I got this damn crawdad for you. I start throwing crawdads like weapons. And I'm going to call them crawdads and goddamn, dare one of you Pacific Northwestern fucks to correct me. They're crawdads! I've ever tried to There's explain. nothing I want more now than to dress like that when I come up there. So. You better. <laughs> oh. I remember trying to explain uh, crawfish holes to uh, Travis, uh, my roommate, 6'9", uh, because... It's. I was like, yeah, man, out in my yard, there would just be all these crawfish holes, and he'd be like, in your yard. And I'm like, yeah. I've never thought about having to explain that. Yeah. Yeah, and I, me either. It didn't even like. It was him and another comic. I was. Yeah, you take bologna or hot dogs, and you try to pull. You try to get them to come out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You fucking take a golf club and just have fun. Just fucking. Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, just fucking pick them up, throw them at the weird kid. Like, yeah, that's what you did. You shit inside <laughs> of them, and then dare the dumb kid to kick it, and then. When he kicks it and it explodes, it's also your shit. Yeah, you know but it was buddy? the first time. It was the first time I had to. We played for like, keeps. <laughs> it was the first time I had to think about like why they were just in my backyard. I've never and thought of that. Yeah, because he was like, "Well, I mean, did you grow up around like you? Did you live in a swamp?" I'm like, "No, I lived in a neighborhood." And I was like, "Well, how the fuck did they?" And I was like, "Oh, all the rain and it's below sea level and it just flooded all the time. The ditches and shit would pour out." Then you start That's feeling how. dumb. You're like, "I yeah. guess I." I guess I am swamp people. <laughs> am, am I, I a swamp people? <laughs> a swamp people? God. Am I a swamp it. people? <laughs> we be swamp people? <laughs> Is I a swamp people? <laughs> Do I chew them? <laughs> I chew them. I do chew them. I'm gonna chew myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh god damn <laughs> when I first joined the military and moved to North Carolina there was a lot of explaining like basically when people find out you're from Louisiana they're like explain yourself <laughs> right, right yeah what <laughs> just oh I want to hear it right now 
And it, it was a lot of like, uh, oh, so you just live Mardi Gras 24 7? Like, no. No, nah, man, I got a job and like, <laughs> responsibilities. No, nah, man, like... there's streets and stuff. <laughs> we have cars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. They would call it, oh, but they, they would call it the Deep South because North Carolina people considered themselves the South. And right. So they would call it the, and dude, I would get offended. Well, you're from the Deep South. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. God damn, I got a mother. Who, whoa. <laughs> Gee, oh. You just My say that God. to people? <laughs> you just walk around with that in your mouth? Good Lord. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Woo. Um, some Jesus. people. I mean, Wait till I get whoo. old Uncle Sam telling about your mouth. Woo. You get <laughs> deported. <laughs> I had noticed after I moved out, a lot of times whenever I introduce myself, I always have to say I'm from Louisiana because people hear me. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and I'm always just like identify. Like I'll tell a story and be like, you know, I'm from Baton Rouge and blah, blah, blah. And like I'm just always throwing it in. And then I started to notice, like Travis pointed it out, that I'm always having to like throw that into stuff. And I started to notice like uh, like on TV when I watch documentary or whenever I just watch, like anybody that is from Louisiana does that. I know, like, they all, like, immediately have to, like, explain themselves of, like, let me tell you this story. Well, first off, for the story you to make You need to sense, know this about me. <laughs> I'm from Louisiana. All right, here you go. <laughs> so my stepdad was wrestling his crawdad, right? And, <laughs> and, and, and he said, shoot him, shoot him. And I said, is we small people? Is we swamp people? And then the crawdad fucking tipped over his bathroom right into the swamp. Right into the swamp. <laughs> and Boosie was playing on my boat. <laughs> wipe me down that's right um i talked about that before too how many people i i like had like a boosie moment where like uh because you know i just i fuck i grew up in, in like the peak of boot like every like boosie covers such a wide range of Don't people know one like song. my yeah like well yeah you know the like is wipe uh, is wipe me down wipe me down as a boosie song yeah, 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 yeah. It's I got know, that weird down. history. It was this dude, Fox, who's another Baton Rouge rapper. It was his song first, but Boosie's the one with a name. And so then it just, like, became Boosie's song when they remixed it. <laughs> and, like, gotcha. you know, yeah, like, that was the way to get, like, get Boosie a hit or whatever. Um, and, uh, but, yeah, no, there's, like, a wide range. Of, like, people from, like, 15 to 40 or whatever, like, fuck with Boosie. And, uh, yeah, and so it was, like, weird when I moved up here where I, like, had to start asking people, about, like, do you know... Boosie bad at like are you familiar? Not anymore, bro. Like He's straight up canceled, dude. Internet's mad as him. Dude, he he said, he said somebody's little 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 son can't be a little girl or something. Oh, he's talking about D Wade's kid. Yeah, he um yeah he's had a couple things. It, he's like uh, like you can't get to him really. It's it's really funny. Like it that shit just rolls off of him because he had like the whole like. You know, D Wade's kid is trans, and uh, and uh, she came out as trans, and uh, D Wade posted this whole thing about how he supported her, and you know, loves his child, and wants wants his child yeah, to be right. who she like is. Like a fucking and stuff. father should be, right? Well, she's like twelve, you know, and so yeah. Boosie had this whole like uh, Instagram live thing where he was just like don't let her don't let don't let him he kept misgendering her but like don't let him cut his dick off he's too young and like he's not he's not old enough to make that decision and he was like all this like i'm upset with d wade thing and so he got like a lot of heat for that and then uh and then he like also bragged about he like paid a prostitute to give his 15 year old a blowjob so he grew up to be a man and then he have a whole bunch he has a whole bunch of kids like there's a whole bunch of yeah he's got like seven yeah, he's got like seven or something like that. Uh, and all of his baby mamas are friends. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> they, they, all, they all know each other. Apparently, a couple years ago, they tried to get like a uh, like a reality show, Boosie's <laughs> fucking baby mamas or whatever, and it was going to be their I don't life. know if it was called Bootsy's fucking baby mamas or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Um, but reality shows used to fuck me up. Did you, yeah. were you, did you watch a lot of TV back in the reality era? The I mean, in the era. early, I, I, I got out of it whenever it was like peaks, like the stuff, like once it got to like Jersey Shore and stuff like that, then I got, I was over it. But I was there for the early, like, uh, the, all the love shows on VH1 or whatever, the fucking Rock yeah, Love and Flavor Flav, Flavor Flav show and all Where, that. Like I was, I was there for those and then I, I didn't follow it much. I watched some real world and stuff, but 
Yeah, I oh, definitely. Oh, man, I watched, like, the first, like, 15, 16, every Real World. I was like, ah, I got to fucking watch it. I watched all of them. And I used to watch, like, all the, the loved ones, like the VH1. And I liked all the celebrity ones, but then it started to get depressing to find out, like, what celebrities you you think you like or really like. Yeah. Like, uh, then, oh, man. But uh, Flavor Flav was really disappointing to find out. <laughs> just to see him on a reality <laughs> show was just sad, and I didn't like it. Um. I had a whole reason I brought this up, and I don't remember what it was now. But it was about reality about, shows. We're going to talk about 90 Day Fiance again. <laughs> oh, dude, I can talk about 90 Day Fiance and Dateline. <laughs> so, just all right, him up. Look, all right, so uh, do you ever watch Dateline? Do you know what I'm talking about, Dateline? It's just like yeah. investigative murder porn. Yeah. All right, so uh, it's one of my favorite things to watch. It makes my dick so wet to, to watch shows about <laughs> other spouses murdering each other or whatever. <laughs> and i found out dateline as a podcast oh shit and so on the streaming services dateline still does the commercial like we'll be right back after this and then it does the music and then it immediately does the music again it's like well now we're back to whatever because there are no commercials on the streaming the podcast does the exact same thing it's like somebody just like a, you like your mom recorded the the Dateline for you, playing <laughs> it in your ear while you're asleep, and it's the greatest thing in the world to listen to when you're falling asleep. But yep. Zoe was Zoe was having a nightmare the other night, so she came and got in the bed with me, and I was listening to a Dateline in my ear, and I guess my headphones turned off, and so I roll over and it's like three in the morning, and I hear, and that's when he slit her throat and dumped her body <laughs> in the bathtub, and I'm like, oh man, and I roll over. And I roll face to face, nose to nose with my beautiful five-year-old daughter going, and her eyes are as big as like a fucking basketball's. And I was like, like, oh, have you been awake for a while? She's like, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm different now. <laughs> I, I, uh, I learned a lot I'm different tonight. now. I'm, she did that big just, old eyes. <laughs> I'm going to go back to my room. I'm just going to go back to my bed. <laughs> it was it was a more simple time in my room i'm gonna go back there (laughs) i've been uh, real fast (laughs) this is uh this is gonna sound like i like literally yesterday got into audiobooks um have you listened to audiobooks dude i listen to audiobooks i can't believe every day of my life i listen to an audio Audible, I cannot believe how long it took me to get. I mean, I've been listening to podcasts since they fucking started. Mm-hmm. I can't believe how long. It's so much easier than reading. What the fuck was I ever dude. doing reading a book? I, dude, I, I can't so, wait. And by the way, I'm not telling people that I'm listening to audiobooks. I'm just gonna one day be like, I, I read 20 books this month. Like, <laughs> I'm just gonna drop. I have eight hours of walking around a warehouse whenever I'm not being a fucking rock star, and that's what I'm about to do. I'm about to just dude. listen to all of them. So when I was in x-ray school uh, in 2012, 13, something like that, I started listening to podcasts because our clinicals were like two or three hour drives away. So I uh, I got you are the reason I listen to podcasts because uh, I was obsessed with the Carlos Mencia, Joe Rogan thing. And so I listened yeah. to Rogan's podcast and Marin's and everybody's about it. And that's how I found podcasts. But it's hard to find a three-hour podcast, or it was at the time. So then I ran out of everything that I was listening to. So I downloaded Audible, and then I stopped. And now that I'm home all day with the kids, and they have a choice about what they watch on TV, I've I've started listening to. I keep one AirPod AirPod in all the time to listen to podcasts, and I've yeah. listened to every podcast I like every episode multiple times. So now it's just right now I'm super into baseball books about baseball and drugs in the 80s and 70s oh that's right yeah we've been we've been texting about that yeah I'm so excited that you because if you have audible I can send you I have books I want to send you so listen to this there's a there's a one of my coworkers threw me onto this is uh there's an app called Libby or something like that and it's library like, it's yeah. yeah and so I just fucking I have a library card because I uh <laughs> you know I read and uh, used to, fucking and right. uh, I never You're will ever right. again, ever again. It's uh-huh. over. Uh, I've read my last book. It's good to know. It's good to know that I fit. It was Jerry Seinfeld's <laughs> shitty Here's All My Jokes book, but it, it was that's my last book I'm reading. Uh, and uh, yeah, I just put in my library card number, and then it's like, here's everything. You just fucking click what you want, and it's free. Like, I didn't, I didn't pay mm-hmm. shit for it or whatever. Like, is Audible free? Uh, no, Audible is not free. Uh, I have okay. the Libby thing too. Uh, the library out here, St. Tammany. It's awesome. You can also get, yeah. you can get movies through it too. I believe 
You can mm. watch movies on your phone. Damn, I didn't know that. Or computer. I've been, or whatever, uh, yeah. I, I, I've been lately on this. Uh, so a couple weeks ago, I started that weird like video about Eddie Murphy because I got I went and watched his old Tonight Show thing. It's not weird. It's and, a good. Uh, it's a good video. Well, I just meant that it was weird that I just meant that it was weird that I just suddenly decided to start piecing together all oh, this yeah, Eddie that was Murphy footage. Weird. You were just a documentary <laughs> yeah. filmmaker all of a sudden. Yeah, that was just, weird. For a weekend, I was so. <laughs> I was so. This is what I, I do my now. Twitter. I changed my Twitter bio to documentarian slash comedian slash producer slash DJ. Like I just I went for it. Like slash and, DJ. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've been spinning on the ones and twos lately, and uh, and good, good so for you. <laughs> I just just want to try it all. You know what I'm saying? I get it. Um, man. Entertain the masses. I, I watched all that, which then led me on a a. a, a fucking rabbit hole of like i'm so fascinated with johnny carson and like let me into this johnny carson thing and then uh for wondery the podcast uh company or whatever like they uh network they uh have this show called business wars and they what is it it it's called business wars and uh they just like here's coke here's pepsi Here's how Coke started. Here's how Pepsi started. Here's how their rivalry oh, went. Here's all the stuff they did, you know, and it's like that. And it just so fucking happened that they started doing one on the late night wars. And so they, there was like a six episode thing about, uh, you know, the transition from Carson with the uh, rivalry between Letterman and Leno and then from Leno to Conan and it's that whole thing. And, uh, and so I listened to that. So literally listening to the audio book. You bought me that book for my birthday or something, the late night book. And I never yeah. read it, but I am listening to the audible of it now. <laughs> Which one are you listening to? The Conan uh, or the Leno the, one? I think it's called The Late Night War. The War for Late Night. Yeah, so that's the one about Conan taking over the Tonight Show. I think it's the one that you it's the one you bought me. Hold on, I'm gonna find it. The War for Late Night. Where is it? Because I said yeah, that now. What year did it come out? I guess that's the cause he he did one in like nine in the nineties about Leno taking over the Tonight Show, and then he did this new one about when Conan took over, and then had it taken back from him. Hold on, but it so because of all yeah. of that, because of I mean, you still look, but because of uh, of listening to that, then I was like, oh yeah, I fucking love those books, and I've always wanted to go back and read them. Uh, but now I don't have to do it, and in like two days, I listen to the fucking book because I've just been at work for the last two days. And uh, yeah, it's amazing. I uh, I have the War for Late Night and the Late Shift. Okay, the Late Shift is the first one. That's the that's the one, I, and that one's not available on the Libby app. That's the one I want to listen to because listen to what Jay Leno did in that one. Uh, they gave him the Tonight Show, which is already a problem. His first like year or so, he's struggling with ratings, uh, and so they're thinking, oh, maybe we made a mistake. We need to go give it to Letterman before Letterman leaves and goes to CBS, which is what he eventually did. And Leno. Uh, fucking hides in the closet of uh, like the fucking executives like room or whatever and listens in on them uh, doing their like conference call uh, where they're comparing they're like okay this is, the, this is I'm dead serious this is uh, they're like this is what Letterman does this is what he brings to the table this is what Leno does if we get out of this contract with Leno this will happen this 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 and all this stuff and Leno's taking notes and, the, and then he calls them up like the next day or whatever and goes, Hey, so I know this, 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 and this. And they start panicking because he knows like all their like talk about maybe replacing him with Letterman and shit like that. And, uh, and it literally like, yeah, it literally like spooked them into it. Like gave them like a, a reason not to, uh, not to change so, it because they thought, they thought Leno was about to come like sue him and stuff like that. Leno is as much a dirt bag as you think he is. Yeah, and so that there's a Leno's a complicated dude, bro. Like because part of him now, is like this, like denim, cars, and fucking Conan O'Brien. That's what he does. I know that. That's all I need to know well, about him. You're actually not that far off. That is pretty much his <laughs> life. But like he's uh he's like and a, he was a WCW for a couple pay per views. By the way, hilariously, whenever you listen to the the second one, the one about Conan. They mentioned that Leno did it, and they say WWF, and I like I was like it was WCW. I like yelled it you out loud. You dumb shits! <laughs> you dumb shits! He didn't wrestle for WWF. It was WCW. <laughs> you don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> so the whole book lost credibility with me. I'm done um, now. 
But yeah, so that I wanted to hear that story again, uh, but that one wasn't available. But I, but I just listened to I literally have like an hour left to finish the one about Conan getting the Tonight Show and then losing it. That one I'm so much more connected to because I lived through because like mm-hmm. I I mean, one of my biggest goals in life and it's tough because I, I don't know if it's going to be able to happen now. But like uh, I, I want to do a Conan set like that's that, right. like that's a big thing for me is I would uh, he he is my Letterman. He is my Carson. You know what I'm saying? Of my generation. And, uh, he's, his show's going to end, uh, at the end of this year in the next couple months. And then he's going to go to HBO max and do like a, a weekly thing. It's just one night. So I don't know if he's still going to be having comics on and stuff like that. So it is, it really bums me out. Um, I was, I've never been a big late night guy. I remember my dad watching Carson and Leno more so than Letterman, but I remember even at a young, like I knew Letterman was supposed to be like Letterman was the cooler one that you want, but When I, the ones I did watch were Conan. I've always thought Conan was funnier. Uh, his I, sketches, the the year two thousand, the the lever that plays Walker Texas Ranger, like it's that's yeah. it, it's just hilarious. And yeah, then I got so really into him when I found out about him writing for the Simpsons. Mm-hmm. That was the first. That was my. I have a Simpsons audio book about that. That was my first. Like, wait a minute, Colonel Brian wrote yeah, that, the Simpsons, uh, and then I fell into that whole thing. Yeah, he wrote that Marge and the Monorail episode, which is like considered one of the best episodes of, of the series. Um, his uh, his documentary where he goes back to his college and does stand up. I forgot what it's called. Do you know what I'm talking about? After the Tonight uh, Show, like whenever he lost the Tonight yes, Show in and between. then was about yeah, to yeah. start. Yeah, yeah, when he went on that tour with Reggie Watts and stuff. Yes, yeah, fucking great. I love that. Love it. And the video when he first came back to to show on TBS and they did that little mini movie where he gets murdered. Do you remember that? Yeah. God damn. I've watched that several like that's a funny internet video that I just go to watch sometimes. When he slide when they slide the money across the table and he opens up and it says less. And they opens up more and it says much, much less. less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can remember being like uh like a 10, 11 year old, like a child like a, a child, and like during the summer, like just getting to stay up all night and stuff. And mm-hmm. I can remember like I would be flipping through the channels because it was still that time or whatever where you just yeah flip through. <laughs> and uh and every fucking time that I would get to Conan it would stop me I, I I don't think I even understood like the jokes or anything like that I was just like this fucking dude like and uh yeah I would I would watch I love all that stuff. him and him and Andy's chemistry and then I've yeah. always because of that I've I've anything Andy Richter's done I've watched or listened to because I just think he's hilarious. One of the best recurring bits in Arrested Development is Andy Richter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I've, I've been listening to that. And uh, so I've just had all this like uh, late show, like Carson, like knowledge going on in my brain for the last like couple weeks. Uh, but yeah, I'm loving the audiobook thing. I'm going to I'm going to be so fucking pretentious about how many books I read. It's oh, my God. My goal, my goal for 2021, and so far I'm on point, has been to read a book a week, and like an actual, mm-hmm. like a real book. Uh, and so far I'm on point with it, and I, I always have been, but boy, do I feel superior to ev- just everybody. Yeah, it's when just- people like a guy, a guy jumped in my parking space, like I was waiting to pull into a spot, and this guy kind of whipped into it, and I rolled the window down, and was like. How many fucking books have you read? And then he just got out and went and moved his car. He's like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. He knew. And he moved he his like, car. You're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. That's the type of respect you deserve, sir. Okay? Because you put in the work. <laughs> but yeah. All right, man. I mean, we're at an hour. I feel good. You know what? I think that America is not ready for us to do a four-hour episode of this podcast. Uh, let's save it dude, all right so look justice league is the, coming up the snyder I cut get will done. come out yeah <laughs> i want to get done with this and i want to watch the snyder cut and i'm in a real i ate that edible thing that i talked about earlier and then i just drank i got this new pre-workout and i just drank it before the show and then i got real energetic so i started smoking to, to fix that and now it's just it's not good i don't it's not good i'm i'm gonna go write some great comedy <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to edit all that, that out. 
I was about to say, is that you wrapping up the show? Is that how we're wrapping up? No, I, that's just me rambling because I had too much energy. Oh, okay. No, here, we'll get ready to wrap up the show. I'm not drinking Bang Energy drinks anymore because it has become a, uh, ha- a habit of mine to whenever there's like a little sip left, I'll let Henry take it. Just like a swig of it. He thinks it's a okay. big treat. Well, yeah, like when I'm done with a can about to crush it, he takes it and gets a swig of it. And I let him carry around the empty can because it's whenever we would go out into the world when, before. Because it's funny to watch strangers see a two-year-old carrying a Bang Energy can and then they judge me. It's really funny. Uh, but yesterday, I saw him pick up a can by the on the TV tray by the couch. The can I had been drinking out of earlier. And I was like, oh, that's empty. It doesn't even matter. And then I watched him pick it up and turn it up and then turn it up and turn it up. And I was like, oh, I just opened that. And he took <laughs> like six gulps of a bang. No, nah, not six, but like a couple of big swallows of a bang. And I was like, okay, well, it's just, I'm not going to tell Michelle until I make sure he survives it. And bro, I watched, he was sitting there watching his TV and then he was kicking his feet. And then he was like moving this way, <laughs> and then he was chasing the dog with a broom, <laughs> like immediately just <laughs> run across the yard, <laughs> chasing the dog with a broom. And the second he was done, he was asleep. He was, came in the house. He was like, because he he's real animated. So whenever he's tired, he goes, whoo, and like wipes his hand across his forehead and does real exaggerated sighs. And he climbed up on my lap, and I was about to tickle his stomach and say, "Hey, buddy, hi," and he was already asleep. And I was like, "Oh, I think he's in a coma now." Uh, yeah, I think his heart gave out on him. <laughs> so uh, he survived it. I I checked. Uh, I checked with his father in law and his who was a doctor and said, you know, he's going to be fine and he survived. So it's no big deal. He does like to get his pump on and he's got a real tight fade haircut now and he wears a lot of uh, Axe body spray. But hey, he just him. fucking pulls out fiber optic cables whenever he feels like it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna cut all, all this jacked up. up on bang. I just realized oh, I can't tell the goddamn in. internet my toddler drank an energy drink. Hey, I told you shitheads, but you keep that between us, alright? That's how this works. You don't snitch on me, and we keep having fun. You snitch on me, all this ends. Ninja has to do a show just for us. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. And- <laughs>